there's a new name for Toyota in Glasgow. From one of the UK's biggest names in motor retail. Macklin Motors Toyota is now open in Darnley. We're bringing you everything Toyota, backed by first-class service. So come and meet the team and view the stunning new Toyota range. All available with up to 10-year warranty. Including the all-new Igo Cross and new Yaris Cross compact SUV. See our great choice of approved used Toyotas too. Get expert servicing from our manufacturer-trained technicians. And specialist advice from our Motability team. Visit Macklin Motors Toyota now at Kennishead Road, Darnley. The new name for Toyota in Glasgow. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com Representing some of the biggest motoring manufacturers across Scotland. Let's go! And I'm looking at the faces of our two guests tonight. Simon Donnelly, the former Celtic star. Cammy Bell, the former Rangers keeper. And both of them are smiling and look happy enough. 1-1 yesterday. The Celtic fans wanted to party as champions. Not quite there, Simon. How did you read it yesterday? Yeah, it was very evenly matched. I think the game, the momentum swung on more than one occasion during the, the 90 minutes. Uh, both teams had really good chances to go and win the game. I think Celtic will be the happier of the two. Obviously, there's no damage done in terms of the six-point gap. But yeah, Celtic fans would have been greedy. They would have wanted to win it yesterday, but they couldn't quite get it over the line. Special moment with Jota's goal. Great finish, cool finish. Uh, and yeah, they had chances again, similar to the, the Scottish Cup game where they get their noses in front and another goal would maybe have killed it. But again, you don't take your chances. You, you sometimes rue the misses and, and Rangers came back strong. Cammy Bell, your old team came to the East End, 12 o'clock kick-off in the sunshine. They didn't want to leave with a defeat. And it didn't happen. 1-1. One, one. Is that a result that, of course, Rangers would love to have won, but did you suspect that might be the, the, the result that they would be happy with? Yeah, they'll be happy with it, but it was an opportunity for me that they could have went and got the three points and put Celtic under a little bit of pressure going in towards the end of the season. Even if Rangers had won yesterday, um, it's still in Celtic's hands to lose and to throw away. But yeah, the second half, it was a good showing. They created loads of opportunities. I just felt as if they'd got that goal, it would have, would have really put a bit of pressure on Celtic going into these sort of last three games. But yeah, listen, positive for Rangers going into Thursday night as well. Brushing up your German for Thursday night, looking forward to it. RB Leipzig, just one goal in it. This is going to be massive. Arguably, it's a bigger game than it was yesterday for Rangers. Oh, no, it definitely is for Rangers. It's, it's a huge game. Um, it's a huge game for Scottish football for mm. me. I think it's a, it's a real marker of where we're at at the moment. Um, the game's really positive. I think there's a lot of good buzz going about Scottish football at the moment. So I think Rangers will get over the line first. I really do. I think they'll, they'll be in the final, um, which is going to be really really special if you get in a final again you have every chance of winning that so um, I'm looking forward to Thursday night Give us a call 0808 17 17 700 Rangers fans what you're thinking about yesterday and also Thursday night a European semi-final Simon Donnelly for the Celtic fans they're just uh, almost there it, it seems to have gone on for a few weeks but they're six points clear three games to go it's really seven points and here is uh, GVB he was asked afterwards then you know, what does it mean, that result 1-1? As I said before the game, we needed a win to uh, to get to close the gap to three points. Uh, we didn't. Uh, we drew, but, you know, I think we did everything. I couldn't have uh, asked more from my players what they've given today, especially in the second half. We uh, we pushed really hard to, to come back into the game, which we, we, which we did, and uh, get good opportunities to, uh, to win this game in the final uh, 10 or 12 minutes. But, um, yeah. We did everything we could to, to win this game, but in the end, uh, you know, we are two, two points short. 
It was a warm hug, wasn't it, at the beginning and at the end of the two managers. Here's Ange Postacoglu at full time. <laughs> it was a cracking game. Um, pretty tight and pretty tense. And, um, you know, both teams had chances to, to sort of get uh, get more goals. But, um, yeah, ultimately I thought it was, uh, you know, it was a, it was a good contest between good t- two good teams. And, uh, you yeah, know, pleased we got uh, the draw out of it. Afterwards, we see some of the headlines today, the... Um, the unfortunate side of football. Here we throw again as the front page in the sun. An old firm war of words broke out after Yobbs threw bottles, coins and seats at each other at Celtic Park yesterday. Um, everyone wants to condemn that. I, I was surprised that they went immediately to the media and complaining. I think the clubs should try and sort it out, Simon. That's my sense of it. Yeah. I know that Rangers are saying they're not happy about it. Celtic are saying that they're still looking into what happened two weeks ago. One of the, yeah. one of the backroom staff was... Uh, he was hit yeah. by something. It's very, very unsavoury, Paul. And it's, it's stuff we don't. I mean, this this is our this is our biggest fixture as a country. You know, everybody's looking in. Uh, and it was a great spectacle. The football. it was, it was. It could have went either way. Both teams had chances. Both teams went for it. But yeah, just that a minority let let people down. You know, and throwing things and. It always seems to be the, the innocent people that get hurt. You know, you're talking about the, the staff last week and, you know, there's kids in there and, and families at the game. It's, it's just something that we don't need. And some people, uh, disabled people, some elderly people were affected. And I think there were things chucked both ways, Cammy. It's just, uh, I mean, it, it would make you weep, wouldn't it? Some of the stuff that happens. Because most people were really well behaved. Yeah, and again, as, as Simon said, it, it's it's really unfortunate um, that the the minority um, spoil it for a lot. Because listen, I've just spoke about how what a good place Scottish football's in at the mm. moment. Um, for me, it's it's in a really good place. We're trying to promote our game as much as we can. I think we've got some very talented players up here, really talented managers now as well. So, yes, yeah, it's, it's in a good place, and that things like that can just spoil it. Um, again, it's making headlines where you want to be speaking about the football for the headlines. That's what you want. You want to have a strong Rangers and Celtic team, which I think you do at the moment, and a very close one. I don't think there's much between the two teams, so it's going to be really, really tight. So we should be speaking about the football mm. and not, for me, these idiots that, that start throwing things at each other. We will mainly tonight, but I think that I'm looking at the clubs themselves. You look at the two managers. What about the respect between between them yesterday? Yeah, we agree. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Again, yeah. you've seen it before. That, again, hugging each other. Yeah. Uh, total yeah. respect. Um and that's again. Listen, know the rivalries there, and you're never yeah. going to get away from that. But you can also behave. You can you can treat each other with respect. And and again, you don't need to be, for me, throwing things. And as Simon said, like it's always the innocent people that end sure. up getting hurt. And look at the players. Hugely competitive as it should be. There was nothing dirty, and it was a no, Simon. You know, no, the I, th- I think. Listen, going back yeah. to my day a few years back, right enough. Not that long ago. You know, yeah. it's, it's mutual respect. Yeah. You know, because. Uh, you understood the intensity of playing for one of these clubs, the pressure that comes with it. And yeah, you want to beat your, your rivals when you're out there, but it's a game of football. It's a game of football and the atmosphere yesterday, I thought the atmosphere was good at the start. Uh, and I've been on this show before and said, you know, you'd, you'd maybe want more Rangers su- supporters there. And likewise mm-hmm. at Ibrox, that's changed over the years. But I thought the atmosphere was, was really good. Uh, Celtic fans were right up for it from the start. But yeah, it's just... Minority. I mean, throwing things at people, it's, it's just ridiculous. Back to the football itself then. 1-1, Jota scoring for Celtic in 21 minutes. And Fashion Sakala in 67 minutes for Rangers. Ange Postacoglu said, you know, Celtic, we had chances. Yeah, we had the chances. And, you know, we don't take the chances um, to get that second and the third. And, 
you know, they stay in it. And, you know, at the end, they've got nothing to lose. So they're going to throw men forward. They're going to put us under pressure, which we kind of expected if we were going to be ahead. And, uh, you know, we dealt with it OK, but it, it became difficult at times. And, uh, you know, Joe Hart hasn't made many saves this year, but he was outstanding today. And uh, that's why we brought him to this football club. Cammy, if you were the Rangers keeper, what were you thinking about Celtic? Did they look as sharp? Or what, what, what were the, the positives from Celtic's point of view coming at you, especially in the first half? Yeah, again, this listens. The first half Celtic were, were good and had periods. I think both teams had period in the games. Uh, second half Rangers for me dominated. Um, Celtic, I don't think they got going. They, they really struggled to get their their passing play together. They've got this style of the pass from the back, and they just they kind of got hemmed in um, into their own half. And but again, Rangers didn't take advantage of that. They had a number of opportunities. Joe Hart's had a really really good save. Um, and as Angie's just said, how important he's been for the club. He's massive and I say that when they signed him, it was a real, real good signing to, to sign a guy that's been there and done it at the top level with the expectation and the pressure that comes with playing with Celtic. He was a, a key signing this season. Simon, you've been in here in the studio with Barry Ferguson and myself on match day. You were on Celtic TV yesterday. Did you get the sense that Rangers looked a bit sharper than Celtic in the first 15 minutes? I think Rangers started the game yeah. better. I, I definitely do. I think down that left-hand side and Kent had a really good chance very similar to Jota's chance uh, and he should have done better with it uh, Celtic then came into the game and got the goal and I thought at that period you know Celtic created two or three chances they really, the confidence was up they were beginning to play really well and for whatever reason after, after the, the half-time they didn't start the same, same way again they didn't get that second goal and I don't know if it's subconsciously you know the situation where they're six points clear and, and ahead in the game Rangers have to go for it and it's funny that Celtic's period or their only little period in the second half was when Rangers scored you know they, yep. Celtic had a good little yep. spell for five minutes and you think, right, can they go and get the second goal? And then Rangers went and got the equaliser. Celtic didn't want the whistle to come at half-time, really, did they? Because no. they were piling on the pressure. Yeah, the two or three chances. Yeah. Maeda had the chance. Jota had a header. Yep. And they, they were in the ascendancy, mm. you know, on the back of getting the first goal. But Rangers had the better of the second half. And then in the end, as, as Anne said there, you know, they, they knew Rangers were going to throw things at them. And they just had to see it through. 1-1 at the end, Giovanni Van Bronker said he couldn't really ask for any more of his players. Europe the other night just coming back. I mean, Craig Moore had been there with Rangers just enjoying the game the other night, came back and said, you know, it's quite tiring, isn't it? We said, well, what about the players who've been playing there in the RB Stadium and came back? So here's GVB after the 1-1. I think after 60 or 65 minutes, we were uh, we were getting stronger and stronger. I think we did really well in, in those moments, created, uh, you know, Great chances. We hit the post. Fashion at one against one against the uh, heart. So yeah, what can you ask for more? The only thing is uh, that we didn't score uh, the big chances we had. We're taking your calls now on 0808 17 17 700 and we're on the socials. We're with Cammy Bell, Simon Donnelly, Paul Cooney. Going on the lines in a second or two. And then some of the players were out last night. It was the PFA Awards. Were you there, Cammy? No, not, I wasn't not last there. night. No, no. So clean sweep for Celtic. I see Callum McGregor is the player of the year. Ange Postacoglu, manager of the year. Leela Bada, young player of the year. And Tom Rogic, the goal of the year up at uh, Dundee United. So clean sweep for Celtic and Michael McKenna well done to him from our broth the championship player of the year more on that because uh, it was a great night as well for the first time uh, there was a women's player of the year from Glasgow City Priscilla Chinchilla so that's a big night did you enjoy those nights Cammy? not that long ago the, yeah. the PFA night yeah no yeah. they were great it's great to see um, go with your teammates and again yeah. see a lot of the other lads and, and listen all these players and 
um, that have got awards absolutely deserve it. Um, they've worked really hard. Calm Gregor's been phenomenal this season. Um, he's a top top player, and he's obviously had the transition of becoming a captain as well. So that that that's a difficult task for him to to grow into. But he's done it really really good. He's obviously a different style of captain from Scott Brown. Sure. Um, different characters, but yeah, he's carried that really really well. And congratulations to him. Let's go on the line. The Rangers fan is on. Craig. Craig. Good evening. Uh, evening. Uh, How are Cole, you? Cammy and Sid, how's it? Good evening. Yeah, we're well, thanks. You okay? Enjoying your holiday Monday? Aye, aye. Yeah. Uh, enjoying it a bit more than I would have if we had lost yesterday, admittedly. Uh-huh. But, um, I, you know, I think it's kind of mixed feelings for me on the game because, uh-huh. on one hand, I'm, I'm glad that we were able to go to Celtic Park and uh, dig in, get, get, a, get a result, get a point, um, yeah. and put to bed what happened the last time we were there. Uh-huh. Um, you know, because I think as a result of that, People might have expected that we'd go there and you know Celtic would just do the same and turn us over again. So I'm mm. glad that didn't happen. Did but, you think that might happen? Well, it's always a possibility. I think when you're yeah. going to Celtic and you're going there in a backdrop, you've got 700 fans and you've got you know close to 60,000. Mm-hmm. It's it's a really difficult atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think when the players experienced that the last time, that that caught them out because they were like rabbits in the headlights. I think this time they were a a bit more acclimatised and we're able to kind of to deal with that especially after Celtic score and the crowd are behind them but we really in my opinion we, we should have won that game because mm-hmm. Sakala in particular you don't get chances with that often in old firm games and the first one he scored was terrific and he found that, that pocket space but the second one I personally think he should have tried to lift it over to Hart because Hart's gone obviously mm-hmm. down to try and save it he could have went over the top but instead he's tried to find that tight you know, mm. little gap. Simon Donnelly, do you agree? Former such striker, what would you uh, say? I don't know about lifting it over. What I what I would say is I was right behind it and I thought going through worried from the Celtic perspective, if he fires it, there was a there's a gap to the far post and it's easy seeing it from the stands, but if it was myself, I would have fired it with power to the other side. Okay. He, he's tried to be really cute and accurate and it's a, shaves the post that's yeah. almost in. Mm. But I just thought if 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 he drills at the far side, having said that, he takes his first goal unbelievably well. Yeah. You know, people say, but Cammy will know about it more than me. We had a, a goalie coach at, at Dundee United, uh, Craig Hinchliffe, and he always said mm. it was a myth goalkeepers getting beat at their, at their near post. But he hits it. It's the only place he can score that first goal. He hits it so well. Mm. If he if he takes it across the goal, I think Ralston is blocking it, or Hart might mm. save it. So it was a fantastic finish, but the second one is a wee bit different. I think he should have drove it towards the far post. Cammy? Yeah, I agree. The first um, first goal was a phenomenal finish. I, I don't think you can look at Joe Hart. I think it's the pace that's on the on the ball that beats him. Um, and, and as a goalkeeper, that's what a lot, a lot of goalies will put it down to. The pace does beat you sometimes, and you can't do anything about that. So for me, fantastic finish. The, the second opportunity, I, I think, listen... Carter Vickers does really well as well. He gets he gets back and um and and makes it really difficult for him. I think Joe Hart does well as well. He, he narrows this the angle, but I agree with Simon that there was an opportunity for him to fire it across into yeah. that corner. Yeah. Um, and I think that was a better option than trying to sneak it into that sort of near post. Listen, he's very he's very unlucky. Listen, it? yeah, totally. Uh, but again, there they were the fine moments that you need to score in that situation. Rangers needed to score. I think if it's a Morelos going in and goal there you're more confident that he's going to find that the back of the net um, but yeah they're the moments they needed to take and they just didn't take them but it is fine lines mm. it was it was obviously really really close Craig are you still there is that the ice cream van? 
It was, it was, aye. The, the Anyone want some? <laughs> I had some today. I was at Angels and I used some of the grandkids and stuff, so it was great. I've had, Simon, do you want a, oh, have a nugget? A nugget? Call me Magnum, please. Yeah. <laughs> Craig, wait, idea. so I know what you mean. I think um, Oz, Craig Moore on the show yesterday, he said, I think a, a draw for Rangers would be a good, and obviously you wanted to win it, but it, it's it stopped the party happening on the day. And I guess that's what you would yeah. want to do. Because also, I mean, you have got the, you've got you've got a European semi-final, as you well know. In what Tuesday, Wednesday, three days from now. So, what was the routine today, Cami? Then Rangers would basically have a day off. I would imagine would they be in just for? Yeah, they'll, yeah. they'll be in. Um, they'll be in today and just again massage recovery, and it'll just be making sure they're eating properly and preparing the best they can. And listen, you've got to hand it to them. They do look in really good mm. shape for the amount of games they're playing. They look really, really good. Full energy. They've never once used tiredness as an excuse, um, and I don't think they will because they're they're good top professional players. So, um, Gio will have them bang at it on Thursday night, and they know how big an opportunity is. Is there a title challenge, Craig? Stay with us. Here is the manager. He was asked about what's the situation. You know, I think only a win today uh, would give us, uh, you know, a chance to uh, uh, to close the gap even 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 more. But you know, it's still six points. You know, with uh, the goal difference in favour of. Uh, of Celtic, so it will be uh, it will be more difficult after today. Craig, what would you say about your manager, the way he's handling things and the tactical awareness that he's showing? Um, listen, I think he's starting to get there. I think um, his subs, in particular, you know, I was critical of him not too long ago for the fact mm-hmm. he went through a period of time, but he didn't seem to want to make subs. Mm-hmm. But now he's using them to better effect. And I think in a game like that against Celtic, and I don't know Simon being a, a Celtic man would agree with me, I do think. You can see the differences in the cup game in that game yesterday when subs have been made because I still believe as a squad, maybe not necessarily as a starting 11, but as a squad, I think Rangers are stronger. I think when you see our subs coming on, we are just I think we're bringing on just more experienced players um, to, to to deal with that. You know, Celtic, don't get me wrong, they did bring on the likes of Rogic and Eton yesterday, mm. but I think they, they've still got guys like Abada who are maybe not as experienced as a, you know, a... a Ryan Jack, mm-hmm. for example, who, who we can bring on. Um, Simon, what would you say on that? Listen, I would, I would agree with Craig in the first point that <clears throat> uh, the, the subs have had good impacts in the last two games against Celtic. I mean, Arfield came on and scored. I thought Scott Wright, his involvement, he had a tough game on Thursday night. I don't think uh, he was at his best. I think it was a difficult role for him to play in Thursday in Germany, if I'm being fair with the, with the young player. But he did well in the goal. He, he gives it, he gets it, he gives it again. He's heavily involved in the goal. So I would agree with him there. But whether, whether Rangers have got more in depth, I don't know. I, th- I thought what would have swung at Celtic's way yesterday was the firepower in Celtic squad. They've got five or six, you know, that front three plus a badder, uh, James Forrest there that, that can yep. come on. And Rangers are, are obviously missing Morelis and Roof. So... I would maybe disagree with them I, th- I don't think there's much between the squads mm-hmm. and I think that's reflected in the last three games between the two teams you know it could go either way uh, very close but I would agree that Van Bronckhurst's substitutions in the last two games have been have, have worked out well Who was your man of the match Craig? Um, <laughs> I think Fashion Takala genuinely I think what he done yesterday and although he did miss it, he deserves an honest credit because the pressure that was this on him, you know, yes. with Ruth being out, with Morelos being out, it, it, they're big balls. You know, earlier in the season we played Celtic and they had a couple of, 
pull out. And in January, Celtic were going to be missing some big players get into that game, and that got you know obviously postponed. Yeah. Um, and we've got this game now in that situ- similar situation, and Sakala has been that threat. You know, I think he is a pest for defenders. I think mm-hmm. he's finishing to do a little work. But he does. You can see he causes some problems because he, he's got that pace. pace it's but, pace, hmm. Craig. Yeah, it's yeah. pace. Yeah, Cammy's a pest. Yeah, in the is. right way. Yeah, yeah. listen, he, he does need to take credit as well because there's been a lot of question marks over him um, since the obviously Rufan Morelos have been all injured. There's been huge pressure on him. Um, some games he hasn't lived up to expectations of what what they're looking for as a striker, or and he's not he's not a natural striker either. So. Um, but yeah, his finish yesterday was was first class. Um, he was there for other opportunities, just didn't quite take him. I don't think he's ruthless enough. Um, I, I think if Rangers had the options of Morelos and Roof at this moment in time, that obviously they're a lot stronger. What would you do Thursday night though? You might have the option of Roof or Sakala, or because he Roof may well be fit. Yeah, so it, it totally depends on where Roof is um, within his, his his injury and and how fit he is. Listen, I think if he's only a 70% fit, I don't think he can play in such a big game like that. Um, but he maybe can play a part. It could be the last 20 minutes or, mm. or 30 minutes of the game. But if he's only 70% fit, it's too big a game to have a, a 70% player on the pitch. Rangers need guys that are 100% and are going to be in bad guy all night. Simon? I, I think I think if Roof's fit, they probably go with Roof. But they're in a better place now than they were last Thursday in terms of Sakala. They must be. The guy's yeah. had a really good confidence. second yeah. half yesterday, yeah. scored a great goal. His confidence must be high. You know, he, he came on in, in, in Germany and he, 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 doesn't, he didn't use his pace the way he did against Celtic, but his confidence must be a lot higher than it was last Craig, Thursday. Craig, you feeling confident for Thursday night to turn it round and get to Seville? Yeah, I think so. I think um, I'll, I'll feel a lot more confident yeah. if when the squad comes out um, on Thursday, Kimar Roof is there, whether that's on the bench or not, because I think one thing Kimar Roof has proven, even when he's not been 100% fit, mm-hmm. you can bring him off the bench and he that's can right. have that impact. Yeah, indeed, um, he, he did. Yeah, yeah. So, yep. Okay, Craig, we're going to go just now. Break coming up. Thanks for the call. We'll speak to you soon. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com, representing some of the biggest motoring manufacturers across Scotland. Let's go! The second already, we've had the, the fifth and final Glasgow derby, Old Firm derby of the season. It was honours even yesterday. Celtic will take the honour of the title. That is going to happen. Cammy, is there any way it won't happen as a former Rangers player? It's just going on and on. I mean, GVB said basically they had to get three points yesterday. He didn't say, he didn't officially concede it, but what would you say? I, I don't think he'll ever officially concede it until it's done. But no, listen, I think they needed to get the three points yesterday. So for me, it's um, it would be very, very <laughs> dramatic if Selic lose this lead. Bigger than Helicopter Sunday. Yeah, listen, that would be the yeah. It's 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 absolutely in their hands, and I think they're too good a team as well. I think that's a big point that they're they're, they're a good team as well. So for me, they're, they're going to win the league. We'll also speak during the program, Simon Donnelly. You did well with your predictions on Friday night, along with Mark Guidi, but your old team, St. Johnson, beaten against yeah, them. So great one. news here for the Saints of Paisley. Yep. Not so good for Perth. Yeah, that was the the one I got wrong. Uh, I thought St. Johnson would see that through. I think I watched the highlights. I think they'll be really disappointed with their, their, their performance. You know, a real chance at home to go and keep it alive. Yeah. I think St Mirren and Aberdeen getting really big results because 
although Aberdeen, we always kind of Aberdeen are too big to get down. If, if if they hadn't got the result against Dundee, they could have been pulled into it. So it's it's going to boil down to between St Johnson and Dundee. And for me, it looks as if St Johnson will be in the playoffs. The playoffs, it will be St Johnson almost yeah. certainly, won't it? Aberdeen winning one 0 Lewis Ferguson penalty. Dundee United, a Dylan Levitt goal. Dundee United won Motherwell nil. Motherwell still only what one win since December. Hearts yeah. and Ross County nil nil. That's a real sort of pre-cup final result. I know there's two teams in there, but it's another point for Ross County. And uh, Livingston beat Hibs. Hibs couldn't make it two in a row. They yeah, scored two good results the for Yeah, indeed. And in the Championship, we know that Killier are coming up. And then for the playoffs, we're going to talk about that as well. The playoffs get underway. In fact, Cammy, you were reminding me, tomorrow night, Partick Thistle uh, up against Inverness. And then they play again up there later in the week. And then the, win- the winner plays broth. Yeah, they yep. play broth the following week. So yeah, no, massive match. Massive match for both uh, Partick and Inverness. Um, two teams that have been good this season. Inverness, have, uh, they, they secured their playoff spot um, before Partick. But yeah, it's, mm. it's, a, it's a massive game for the clubs. Um, and then broth have kind of got a week off, got their feet up at the moment. I'm sure Dick's giving them a little bit of rest um, time at the moment and they'll go against the winners uh, next week. Another huge game then midweek. Queen's Park against Dunfermline. Simon Queen's Park in the playoffs. And then the winner plays, what, Airdrie or Montrose. So, big one, yeah, for, big uh, one for the Queens yeah, against... Two, uh, of, two yeah. of my former clubs, Indeed. Paul. Yeah, so I don't want to stick my neck out for one of them. I'll just say black and white should win. <laughs> <laughs> you know we'll ask you before <laughs> seven o'clock. Um, and then we'll also talk... I see John Terry was spotted at the game yesterday. Aye. Yep. Yeah, I've seen him in uh, the centre stand. And the next thing I looked over, he, was, he had the Celtic scarf on. So somebody's given him a Celtic scarf. Yep, yeah. Uh, but he was up for the game, taken in. John Terry was there. Scott is on the line, a Rangers fan. Hi, Scott. Hi, guys. Hi, you wouldn't be at the match yesterday. I don't suppose you were one of the 700 Rangers fans. How were you feeling afterwards? Were you quite happy or were you a little bit disappointed? If I'm completely honest, I think I was speaking to my mate about this before the game. Mm-hmm. I didn't really think about the game much. I was more thinking, get through that, no injuries and all right. the positive. So you're happy then? You must be. There was no injuries, were there? There was nothing, no. nothing major. So, Scott, were you pretty happy then? Yeah, I think obviously we stopped them winning the league. Well, I don't like winning the league anyway, but effectively, the league was done if they won. Yep. We stopped them winning the league and no injuries going into the biggest game in what, fourteen years mm-hmm. since two thousand eight yep. on Thursday. So, yeah, I'm fairly happy yesterday, to be honest. Thursday's game is on the mind, obviously, of everyone connected with the club. Here's the manager. You know, we have to prepare well. You know, I think we had a good performance today. Uh, physically, we looked strong as well. Now we have three days to prepare ourselves for uh, for Leipzig at home, where we can uh, reach the final in Europe. So, uh, you know, we're going to prepare like we always do and uh, make sure we have the same intentions and the same character we showed today because uh, we also need that on Thursday. Scott, someone that every Rangers fan... I think enjoys watching now the influence he has on the team John Lindstrom what would you say about him? He's been our best our, probably our best player since February or definitely one or definitely mm-hmm. top three best players best players since after, obviously after Celtic Park him and Jack came in started a run of the team and it just gave us that defensive solidity that we'd been missing before it and we've seen it in Europe especially goal against Dortmund stands out but obviously his overall performances have just been unbelievable really considering where he was start of the season Cammy, I see he gets uh, 8 out of 10 in the papers today arguably Rangers best player would you agree? Yeah he's been great recently again as Scott said earlier in the season he struggled a little bit but again it was a 
it's, it's that transition coming into a big club like Rangers um, he, he didn't get as much game time as he probably wanted now he's getting a run of games um, and he's been brilliant he's been absolutely phenomenal for Rangers he's a He's a big, big boy as well. He's a physical presence, so he's got absolutely everything, um, and and he's going to be really, really important on Thursday night. He's he's one player that, yeah, they need their big players to turn up on Thursday night to get the result to make sure they get into the final. Simon, you came up against some great Rangers defenders. What do you think of John Lindstrom? I, I liked him, Paul. I, I remember. I think I've said to you in the show before. I watching him against Real Madrid pre-season, and then couldn't quite figure out why. He hadn't started the season, you know, he wasn't featuring as much, but he's came in since, as Scott says, since the turn of the year maybe, and he's really taken that jersey. You know, guys like Kamara and Davis that were there before playing there, he's been in there and he's probably the, the first midfielder in the team sheet for, for Rangers at the moment and is becoming a favourite with the fans as well. So he's, do, he's done well, and credit to him. And uh, as Cammy says, sometimes it just takes a wee bit of time, you know, that transition at a club like Rangers, but now he's maybe shown what, uh, Gerard seen in him to, to sign him and Scott what are you thinking about uh, up front obviously on Thursday night you missed that out ball with no uh, Ruth and obviously no Morellas what are you thinking now about Fashion Sakala yeah that's what I was um, going to ask do you think so uh, if we've got any chance to go through do you think we need Kemp, Ruth and Ramsey more so Ruth fit because as we saw it was only really till he scored Sakala came into the game before it, he was bullied by Carter Vickers and stuff, felt really. And then he obviously started getting in the channels, getting it behind, and obviously get the goal, hit the post, probably should have scored that. But I think if we have any chance to get through, I think Ruth needs to play. Even if it's only 60, 70 minutes we can get out of him, I think he needs to play. Simon, do you agree? Yeah, well, I think Ruth is obviously the recognised striker. He's got the experience of playing that position. Uh, Rangers look a better team with him leading the line if it's not going to be Morelos Sakala for me is just he's raw he's raw he's a young lad but he's I touched on it earlier with the pace he's a threat if he can just channel that and use it in the right ways uh, I don't think he's prolific I know he scored a hat-trick earlier on in the season and that finish the other day was very impressive and his confidence will be high. So, as I said earlier, I think Rangers are in a better position now just with his confidence. But if I'm if I'm Kemal Ruth, I'm doing everything in my power. I think he was out for 10 days. I'm doing everything in my power to start this game and, and give it everything. And is, is he, If he lasts an hour, he lasts an hour. Fashion Sakala is 25, though. I know we all say you know he's young, he's new to it here, but is this his hour, Cammy Bill? Um... I, I I don't know. No. I, I think no. Listen, <laughs> no. Um, I, I I think Simon's used a really good word there. That he's raw. He is raw. When I watch him, I think he, he he's not quite. He doesn't understand um, <clears throat> movements that Kemar Roof brings to you and and when to link up play and and again, I, I just I think if Rangers need to get they need Kemar Roof on the pitch on Thursday. They do. Yeah. Um, but again. Um, I would like to see him be more than 70% fit I, I want to see a, a, at least a sort of 85-90% came out roof uh, up top and, and hopefully he can last 70 minutes because Sakala, listen, he, he, he's got legs he can get him behind and he, he is a decent player but he's not I wouldn't say he's that main striker player that we need at the moment we're going to need on Thursday night We need the goals Stay with us Scott Collins on as well Hi Colin Hey guys, you's all right? Yeah, good, thank you. What are you thinking about Fashion Sakala then for Thursday? I, I think, well, I think 
Uh, there's really missed. You can tell there's really missed uh, strikers. You can tell that uh, the last two games, uh, the, there's a few few opportunities in the Leipzig game and yesterday with the Celtic game. Uh, if you had a Morelos or a, um, a Roof, I think would have would have took taken more chances. Um, I think I think we had a pro- yesterday's game. I think we might have won that game if we had uh, an outstriker there. But I think we've definitely missed a, a, a lot of chances we having no strikers there. Sure. Undoubtedly, Rangers are missing them. But I, th- yep. I, th- I think uh, Sakala, though, he's definitely... I, I would get Roy Mackay working with him in the summer. I'm sure he is at good the moment. Point. Yeah, yeah it's Simon. I mean, Roy yeah. Mackay was a fantastic centre-forward. Mm. If I was a player there, I'd be taking every little bit of advice off a guy like that that I possibly could. I think Sakala is just untidy a wee bit you know, harsh on him, but he, the pace, the pa- defenders hate pace, and I think Starfelt raced him a couple of times in the first half and did re- really well. You know, he kind of had a ton of pace, Starfelt, but as the game went on that second half, he got himself into some really good, dangerous positions, took his goal really well, and it's the inside of the post with the other one. Scott, were you a bit worried about Barisic, the way he was caught out at the Jota goal? Yeah, it just showed to me he didn't learn for the last time. Pretty much exactly the same as... Is that Abada get the third goal? Yeah, Abada. Yep. Yeah, it's pretty much exactly the same. Shows me he didn't learn. And I wanted him hooked at half-time. Get, get Leon King on. Because he'd done yep. well against St. Martin. And it shows, it only shows any fear if he, when he plays. But Abada said he's done well second half. But I think, we need, I think I'd start balagging at second half. Barisic left back in Thursday. Colin, would you trust would, would you agree? Uh, yeah, I th- don't get me wrong. I think Barisic has kind of started coming on a, a wee bit of a game, but he still has his moments. The, and he, he always seems to play the ball backwards instead of forwards as well. Cammy, you're so nodding. I, I would probably yeah. agree with that. Or are you, Cammy? Yeah, no, no. I think. Listen, he he started to come back. He's had a, a probably a rough season. I would say this mm. season. Um, he's not hit the heights that he did last season, and he struggled for confidence a little bit. I would say. Um, but again, the the big moments that uh, that's a mistake that shouldn't happen yesterday. He should be switched on. That that's a big moment. He can't afford to do that on Thursday night. Um, because Leipzig will punish you if you if you do that and you give them the opportunity. So. Yeah, I think there's still question marks over him at the moment, um, but I can still probably see him starting the game. Had a good game again. Was it Braga? Yeah. The last round he yeah. played well at Ibrox. He has been coming on yeah. in a better game. He, he's just, there's been periods this season. I think because of the heights he did hit last season, um, and he's really, really struggled to get near them <coughs> this, this, this year. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that, that's been the problem. Scott, what's going to happen Thursday night? What do you reckon? Scoreline, are you going through? Uh, I think we'll go through extra time. Extra time, we'll win yeah. Two one in normal time, and then I I think we'll get through an extra time if not penalties. Would and we... I would hate penalties. Would you? Yeah, they will be practicing. Colin, what do you reckon? Yeah, I think pretty much similar. I think extra time uh, gives a. Uh, I, I can see them maybe. I can see them maybe having a wee goal, but I can see Rangers scoring one or two as well. So I, I, I would say extra time. Mm-hmm. So a bit of practising will be going uh, on. James Tavenier obviously knows his way with the penalties. Cammy, who else? Do you think it might come to that? 
Um, I hope not I hope they get the yeah. job done in the 90 minutes but listen it's going to be very tight it's, going, it's a huge task for Rangers but I just think the atmosphere at Ibrox is going to be bouncing it's been amazing in the in the previous uh, European ties on a Thursday night it's been been phenomenal um, so it'll be a different atmosphere mm. from what it was in Germany last week there was again it wasn't a full stadium over there relatively new sort of team and fan bases that they've got so they'll come over here and the place will be absolutely rocking so hopefully Rangers players can use that energy from the fans and, and translate that into into their performance and, and go and get the job done. Could it be a night, Scott, where Ryan Kent comes into his own? I mean, you're always saying you want more goals from him. He's a he's a terrific player. Is he on your mind for Friday for Leipzig? Yeah, obviously Kent had showed up in these European nights, one of the couple of penalties. Yeah. Dortmund Dortmund's first leg he was outstanding. Dortmund's second leg, obviously, as I said, one is the penalty. Uh, got the goal away to Red Star so yeah mm. I think we need need big players and big nights and Ryan Kent's probably one of our biggest players Colin one of your top players Ryan Kent De- definitely yeah he's don't get me wrong he doesn't do it as often as we would like him to do it but he's definitely he can create something out of nothing but I think in Thursday night I think we need the not just Ryan Kent we need the full team to be almost flawless against Leipzig if we want to get through to the final. The league all over for you, Colin? Are you conceding? It's Celtic's title. Yeah, I would say so. But I'd just like to say about uh, yesterday's game as well, I want to say well done to the two teams. I think, I think two of them played well. Two of them could have, two of them could have won it. Um, I think it was a good good, good uh, spectacle for Scottish football. And it's just, just a pity the usual garbage after the game That's right. uh, yeah. with the trouble. It's just yep. just a pity because these, these idiots uh, are going to get get the eventually they're going to yep. get the club points deducted or fined or even yep. like the European competitions. They're going to get them banned. Sure, for both clubs we could do without it. You're absolutely right. Jim White joined us on the show. He'd watched it in London and he said what a great advert for the game. The atmosphere between the players, hugely competitive, but a real respect. Scott, Colin, thanks very much for joining us. Speak to you soon. Right. Cheers, guys. Thank you. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com Representing some of the biggest motoring manufacturers across Scotland Let's go! Go Radio Football Show, Paul Cooney, Cammy Bell, Simon Donnelly They've played in many old firm Glasgow Derby games We're just going over uh, yesterday afternoon Well, late morning, wasn't it? Kicked off seconds before midday A bit early for you, Simon, that kind of time? A little bit, because after the game it felt as if it was tea time And it was only the back of two or something like that (laughs) It was a long day You were straight to your media thing, then to the telly We saw you on last night Neil McCann, how was he? He was, yep. Yeah, it was in good form. I'd, I'd actually seen Neil, he was covering the game for BBC at, uh, uh, doing the radio as well. something, yep. Yeah, so uh, we were in each other's company for most of the afternoon. Good. Yeah. Terrific player. Barry always says he's, he would have been in his all-time top Rangers team. of the, really? of the Yeah, he said yep. he was such a That's competitive high player. Yeah. Cammy, yesterday, what did you do afterwards then? Yeah, so I watched the game, obviously, um, at home, just relaxed. And, uh, no, it was a, a quiet day for me yesterday. Again, I kind of... A, a missed opportunity for me when I was watching the game I think like I just felt as if Rangers could have got that three points and it would have been interesting to see the pressure that they would have been able to put them on and under in the last three games And um, but again 
you need to put the ball in the back of the net and they never done that yesterday and to get a win and Celtic had that chance and do you agree with Simon Rangers started better in the first 15 minutes and then Celtic had the rest of the first half after the goal they did yeah, yeah. and listen Rangers did start really really well started the game positively um, but again Celtic grew into that first half and probably um, dominated the most of it and, and had the opportunities to make it 2-0 but didn't take it but then it totally swung in the second half and I felt as if Rangers were it was only a, probably a 5-10 minute period that Celtic had in that second half the rest of it was was mainly going towards the Celtic goal from, from Rangers but again didn't take their opportunities Rob McLean will be here this time tomorrow night along with Stephen Cragen and John Hartson we'll still be talking about yesterday and we'll be talking about Rangers on Thursday night. And Rob's given us the breaking news. This is big news. It's confirmed. This season, Scottish champions, it will be Celtic, will probably, they'll go direct to the group stage of next season's Champions League. UEFA has tonight confirmed it. Russia will have no affiliated clubs participating in UEFA club competitions next season. It's official, Simon. Uh, probably Celtic the champions of Scotland the since champions are going straight in yep. to the Champions League uh, big prize fantastic prize for the champions uh, I think we, we'd spoke about it and we were obviously hoping that there was going to be no permutations I think at one point if Villarreal had won the Champions League but that's fantastic news listen I think clubs the size of Celtic and Rangers that should be the case unfortunately for us over the last few years it's been three playoff games which you know really difficult at that time of the year so fantastic prize for the champions and Rangers are two games away potentially of going straight into the Champions League as well assuming Celtic win it and if Rangers can win against Leipzig and then beat well either West Ham or Eintracht in the final Cammy, what do you think? Yeah <laughs> massive prizes at the end of it. but great for Scottish football first and foremost that our champions whoever it is uh, do go directly into the Champions League because as I say, the profile of the game up here is growing and, and that's just another step forward for us as a as a uh, nation. Um, but yeah, massive prizes for Rangers. Thursday night is absolutely huge. So, so big. Um, and when you get to a final, anything can happen. Anything can happen in a final. Um, and I really do think Rangers would fancy their chances if they do get to that final. Both teams would have to reinvest, wouldn't they, Simon? Looking yeah. at you first. They really would. When you look at Celtic's performance in Europe this season... Um, you know, in Europa League, then going down to the conference and then going out to Bodo Glimt. And I'm not having a go at them. Yeah. You know, they surprised Roma earlier in the year. Rangers have a good, good track record in Europa League, but this is a big step up. It's a big up. step up. It's a big step up. And I remember covering the, uh, or going to a mm. few of the Celtic games the last time, Paris Saint-Germain, mm -hmm. way off it. You know, these teams were two or three levels above. So, yeah, they, they'll have to strengthen. But Angel know that. And the encouraging thing for me is his recruitment this year. And if he's got more money to spend, you know, if he's track record, if he can keep that going. But clubs like Celtic and Rangers, you have to keep bringing year after year better quality in. It lifts the guys that are there and it keeps everybody on their toes. That Yeah, they, they would have to delve into the market again and, and spend wisely. The key to it is wise spending, isn't it? Because there's no way you can compete with PSGs or no. Barca or Real Madrid or Bayern or whatever. It's impossible, isn't it? You know, it if you say, right, Celtic will buy £20 million, they're buying players at £100 million, yeah. £70 million. Um, it's, it's impossible. It's wise choice. I mean, it's so important the recruitment. If it is. I mean, you look. You just have to look to the recent times where I think the recruitment last year wasn't good for mm. Celtic. Nobody really made an impact. This year's the polar opposite. Every player, almost to a man, has come in and had an impact, a positive impact on Celtic's team, and that I think gives everybody at the club encouragement to to go and give Ange more ammunition to go and get some more players in. 
I like that phrase, polar opposite. Polar opposite. Yeah. No, I heard that Aye. on this show before, the Go Radio Football Show, with uh, Macklin Motors. Cammy, what are you thinking? Well, Celtic, first of all, because, you know, Joe Hart's on loan, I would assume they would do the deal with yeah. him. You would think Cameron Carter-Vickers, would you want him in front of you if you were the keeper? Yep. Um, again, I think uh, the recruitment from Celtic's point of view has been fantastic this season. They've done really, really well. Joe Hart, as I spoke about before, was a key element of that Um Listen, I found it strange when Celtic let Craig Gordon go, um, a goalkeeper of his experience, um, and you went out and bought Barkas for four million or whatever it was, uh, a lot of money. And I just always felt as if that's a gamble, bringing in a foreign goalkeeper to Scottish football. Did you? Did you think yeah, immediately? Oh, totally, yeah. totally. Why? Um, I, because it's different styles of football. I think you you look at and, and Rangers could have this situation in the summer if Allen hangs up his, glo- his gloves. They need to bring in another number one goalkeeper who can handle pressure. Um, expectation so they'll, for me you stick with a British goalkeeper I just think the yeah. styles of play Greek football I don't think there's that many crosses coming into the box not as physical um, whereas obviously here in Scotland um, you need to be able to handle that sort of physicality as a goalkeeper especially with the old firm um, so yeah I always I, I found that signing strange but the, listen Joe Hart if they can keep him um, at the club for a long time I think he, he's a real real um, key player for them going forward. Heart in a mouth moment, wasn't it? When, oh. when the, you know we're talking about <laughs> everyone. Did, yeah. yeah, when the it ball was knocked was. about. Uh, it certainly was. Starfelt was a poor ball, and he had a good game. Starfelt, had a very, but, I thought he was yeah. really, really good yesterday. Starfelt. Uh, but that moment, that Simon, moment, what's happening? Well, it's the style Andrew wants to play, and I've I've watched most of Celtic's games this year, and and that's what they're going to do. And at times, it is as you say, heart in the mouth because he just misplaces it, and then. Joe stumbles and for a minute, you know, it was giving me the, the heebie-jeebies, as they say. Yeah. <laughs> if Rangers had scored and it was 2-1, then there's three points in it, three yeah. games to go. It's but, a different conversation today. Of course it is, but look, you can look at teams, I mean, was, was it Man City? Mm-hmm. Uh, with Liverpool? They, yeah, they keep a bit right. caught on it. So, yeah. this is a different style of football now. Whether you agree with it or you don't, it's, it's worked for Celtic more often than not this mm. season. But sometimes when I'm watching, and not just Celtic, you know, it's, sometimes I feel it's inviting a little bit of pressure on you at certain times in the game. And that was a wee bit of a, a concern at that point. Mm. Having said that, he pops up with a fantastic save a couple of minutes later. Cammy, what was your instruction at Rangers? What, what, what would they tell you? Did you have to play the bottom? Did you have to play it out from the back? Yeah, so no, we, we were we were kind of different. But again, I've been through a phase where Mixu, Pat Lane and at Kilmarnock, we went through a phase mm. that we had to play out the back. Mixu wouldn't let me kick the ball over the halfway line. It was no. just, no. It, honestly, I swear, it was it was like 100% football. Mm. And he accepted that we were going to lose goals trying to play this way. And it did work for us at Kilmarnock. It took us a long period of time to, to get used to. It was something new. A lot of the players would. Some, some good players at that point. Um, Eremenko was one of the guys that you wanted to give the ball. He was a phenomenal mm. football player. Um, so you need guys like that in your team to play that sort of style of football. Um, so yeah, it, it was difficult. But again, you've got to stick with what your philosophy is and what your manager's wanting to do. And that's obviously what Andrew's doing. And as Simon said, it has worked for them because it looks like they're going to lift the title this season. I said John Hartson's on tomorrow night. Of course, it's his golf, his charity golf night tomorrow, or today, tomorrow during the day. And uh, Chris Burke was on with us the other night. Chris Burke's going to be in with the title medal. Surely he'll bring it in tomorrow. <laughs> Great to see him and hear him the other night, wasn't it? You and him. Yeah. And they were listening out at Cafe Kaya in West Regent Street, West George Street in Glasgow. They listened in. James was working away late, Sandra too. So they were enjoying, they've made the switch to the Go Radio Football Show. But Chris, 
He was beaming, wasn't he, the other night, to winning the title? Yeah, he was. Um, I actually seen him on Saturday night. I was at Kamal there, the dinner on Saturday night, and I was there, um, and I seen Bucky again. So, listen, delighted for him because he's a great guy, um, really, really good professional, and um, absolutely deserves everything he's got. And it's great to see a club like Kilmarnock back in the top flight as well. I think that's another step forward for Scottish football. There was 12,000 fans at Rugby Park on Friday night in a championship game. So just shows you what size a club they can be. But it'd be great if they come out come July, August, when they're back in the Premiership. Definitely. And again, their, their chairman's backing them as well. Billy mm. Bowie says he's going to give them the biggest budget they've ever had. So Derek McInnes is going to get that. So yeah, I, I think they're looking at a top six spot next season. So great for the for the Scottish game and how competitive the top league's going to be again certainly is Simon they are welcome back Killy are a premiership club they certainly are I'm just smiling because I'm still waiting on Chris Burke's text I can get oh, has he not come back <laughs> I'm yet I'm still waiting <laughs> our, kids are, our kids are playing in a final for the school on Friday night so oh, I'll dig him out then dig him out then yeah. because of course when we were on Friday night he was through at Wraith Rovers yeah. the draw no listen yeah. Kilmarnock for me <laughs> A Premiership club, the size of the club and everything, the history behind it, uh, and to bounce back straight away is brilliant. You know they've they've not done it through the easy way because they've had to change manager. They decided to change manager halfway through, and Derek McInnes has come in, done a good job. And you know they, as I say, they are a Scottish Premiership club. That's the news in the first hour. Thanks, Rob, for that. The champions of Scotland, and it'll be Celtic, won't it? They will be in the Champions League proper come August of 2022 next hour we'll be previewing Rangers on Thursday night against Leipzig and more about the game at the weekend and the other games as well there's a new name for Toyota in Glasgow from one of the UK's biggest names in motor retail Macklin Motors Toyota is now open in Darnley we're bringing you everything Toyota backed by first class service so come and meet the team and view the stunning new Toyota range all available with up to 10 year warranty including the all new iGo Cross and new Yaris Cross compact SUV. See our great choice of approved used Toyotas too. Get expert servicing from our manufacturer trained technicians. And specialist advice from our Motability team. Visit Macklin Motors Toyota now at Kennishead Road, Darnley. The new name for Toyota in Glasgow. So the May Day holiday comes towards an end here with the Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors. Biggest game in Britain at the weekend, 60,000 at the east end of Glasgow, 12 o'clock kickoff. It finished up. Champions elect Celtic 1, defending champions Rangers 1. So 1 1. Are the fans happy? They seem to be pretty much some Celtic fans coming on the social saying, Yep, we'd love to have won it yesterday, but it's just a matter of time. Celtic, six points clear of Rangers, three games left this coming weekend. Rangers play Dundee United on Sunday, Celtic against Hearts on Saturday. So it could be wrapped up next weekend before that Rangers of course have RB Leipzig Europa League semi-final just one goal down that moment from Angelino they did so well we were on Cami Bell and Chris Burke the other night Rangers came so close to come back with nil-nil but really you know they'd have to score anyway so one goal could take them to extra time and you think Rangers are going to go through to Seville yeah, yeah, I think they'll take confidence from uh, last week's game as well. Uh, Leipzig didn't play that that well. Rangers nullified the, their opportunities. That they didn't create a huge amount. Of, I thought Alan McGregor would have been a lot more busier than he was. Um, but yeah, it was it was a bit of a sucker punch when Angelino scored that goal. It was a fantastic strike. But yeah, lots of positives to take back to Ibrox. And and for me, the big positive is it's at Ibrox with all the Rangers fans there. 
The big positive for Celtic is they're ready to be... What do we call them? Is it champions-elect? Can we decide... Simon, well, what do you think? Champions elect? Would that be fair? Wait, wait till the job's done. Okay, there he is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, here's the manager asked uh, about the title. Yeah, three games to go. Yeah, we're in a good spot. Move on to the next game and uh, put on a strong performance and uh, hopefully uh, get us uh, a little bit closer. Jota scored in 21 minutes for Celtic. Um, a little bit against the run of play, but then Celtic dominated the first half. It could have gone in half-time 2-0. Rangers started well in the second half, Celtic did, but then it was Rangers who got the goal. Fashion, Sakala and Rangers probably shaded it in the last, what, 20 minutes or so. Both managers used the bench very well. Afterwards, Ange Postacoglu, was he disappointed not to take all three points? No, I mean, it's not a frustration. I mean, it's just the way the game went. Um, ultimately, uh, like I said, when we had the ascendancy, we didn't take our chances and um, that, that keeps the opposition in there. And like I said, at the end, they had nothing to lose. You know, they, it's a game they needed to win, so we kind of knew they'd throw everything at us. And showed again great resilience. Uh, you know, we didn't get beaten, which was the most important thing. GVB said afterwards he couldn't ask for anything more from his players. I think after 60 or 65 minutes, we were uh, we were getting stronger and stronger. I think we did really well in, in those moments. Created, uh, you know, great chances. We hit the post, fashioned one against one against uh, Hart. So, yeah, what can you ask for more? The only thing is uh, that we didn't score uh, the big chances we had. And he was asked uh, about the title. He's never going to concede until it's mathematically impossible. Um, what did he say about this? As I said before the game, we needed a win to uh, to get to close the gap to three points. Uh, we didn't. Uh, we drew, but you know I think we did everything. I couldn't have uh, asked more from my players what they've given today, especially in the second half. We uh, we pushed really hard to to come back into the game, which we, we which we did, and uh, get good opportunities to uh, to win this game in the final uh, 10 or 12 minutes. But um, yeah. We did everything we could to, to win this game, but in the end, uh, you know, we are two, two points short. 35 games in, Celtic played uh, those games. They've won 27, they drew five, they'd lost only three, four, 81 against 20. They've only lost five goals now at Celtic Park in the league, 86 points. Rangers played the 35, they've won 24, draws eight, they've lost three as well, 71 points, 29 against 80 points. And the goal difference, Simon, as we know, 19 points. We talked in the first hour about John Lundstrom, how well he did for Rangers and a few others. What about for Celtic? Who are the, the standouts for you? Uh, for yes, yesterday? yesterday. Yep. Uh, I think Jota looked lively again. I think he, he's back to a little bit of form from last week, scoring and then following up with a cool finish. I think McGregor in the middle of the park again for Celtic. I don't think anybody really stuck out. You know, it was... I think they had periods in the game where they could have... The Maeda header for me just on the stroke of half-time was a big chance. Fantastic ball from Jota as well. So it was just a good, a decent team performance, you know. Ange touched on it there. That there's a job to be done. I think the important thing was to keep Rangers at arm's length. I think every Celtic fan within the stadium would have wanted Celtic to win and, and effectively take the title. It's not to be. It's just uh, a matter of time now, really, though. How much did you enjoy Jota? Effective on both wings, got the goal as well. Could have been two. I've, I've enjoyed mentioned. I've enjoyed watching Jota right from the start of the season, mm. Paul. I think when he came in and you see the ability that the, the guy's got, I think my only concern with wide players was always the end product. I think if you look at his stats, he's got that, you know, with assists and goals. I think a little bit quiet over the, the last period, I think coming back from injury. But certainly last week, 
you know, he creates the goal for Kyogo. He, he pops up with the second goal. And I thought he was back to, to his best at the weekend, you know, really lively when he was on the ball and it took his goal well. You know, it's not an easy finish. And Cammy, you saw the passion when he scored that goal and he went to, I call it the Stephen Gerrard camera, because down at the corner where, <laughs> yeah. you know, Stephen Gerrard yeah. after the November, uh, December 2019 win, celebrated. Um, Jota, you could tell it meant a lot to him. Yeah, definitely. I, I, I totally echo what Simon's just said there. He's, he's, he's a fantastic, talented player um, and a real exciting one for Celtic to have. And as you say, the, the celebrations, the emotions that are, that are going through him, it just shows that passion. So he's, 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 he's grew into the culture of Celtic and, and the way they want to be as a club, really passionate with their fans. Um, so yeah, it meant a lot to him yesterday. And I think, again, at that time, when the goal went in, they would have wanted to then grow on that and, and, and they had opportunities like Simon said that header was a massive opportunity for me I think he's he's seen Alan come out and be very close to him I don't think he's brave enough mm-hmm. um, I think if he's if he's brave that ball ends up in the back of the net and then that probably would have been game over um, but he's closed his eyes a little bit and, and, and probably seen the goalkeeper right in his sight so yeah they were they were big opportunities for Celtic and then that allowed Rangers to get back into the game in the second half Jimmy's been on the socials at Go Football Show. Celtic fans saying, I thought Carl Starfelt was brilliant after a rocky start. He was rock solid and he brought the ball out really well. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. I agree. I think Starfelt had a good game as well. And I think he has grown because he was under a bit of scrutiny at the start of his Celtic uh, career. You Quite know. rightly. Yeah, a couple of mistakes. Listen, these things happen. Uh, we touched on earlier on, you know, going into a club the size of Celtic. He's having to learn to play with a new partner. Him and Carter Vickers over the, the, the season have really grown together. A couple of mistakes in Europe, a couple of heavy defeats and everybody was focusing on Celtic's defence, which has now turned out to be, mm. up until this point, the best. So I think he's grown into it. And yeah, I thought he had a good game yesterday. Let's take another call. Brian is on the line uh, from Govan. Hi, Brian. How are you doing? Folks? Good, thanks. Good evening. Good evening. Regarding yeah. the yeah, you know, I would, I would. We need to get this in, and it's going to just wipe out any accusations of any kind from any club about this club and that club. But just we're all tired of it. The previous caller there, the guy, fair play, Celtic. You score the more goals, you accumulate the more points, you win the league. Mm-hmm. I don't have any complaints. Rangers didn't turn up a lot of games this season. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm a Rangers man, and uh, so fair play to Celtic. Congratulations to them, and. Uh, we just need to get rid of this hatred. Yeah, hopefully. Get the yeah. mm-hmm. Get the fire in. Yeah. And that will just... Maybe think... can say, oh, the referee's this, the referee's that. Mm-hmm. Get fire in and that's all gone. Cammy Bell. Yeah. Well, December, we have to wait till after the World Cup. Yep. But it is coming. Yeah, it is coming. And uh, again, everyone knows the good thing for me, uh, those questions, whether it should or came in halfway through a season, but everyone knows from the the outset that that's when it's going to yeah. be coming in. So it's it's a fair level playing field for me when it comes in. It's yeah. needed in this country. I, I really do think that there's a lot of big decisions that do get the referees do get wrong over a, a full season. The and game's th- so fast, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Isn't it? They're hard. Yeah. Remember, they've only got one set of eyes as well, guys. They need help. Yep. The rest need help. Yep. No, definitely. And again, for me, it's 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 a it's a step forward. Look at all the big 
um, leagues in Europe they've got it in there so we want to be one of them big leagues so yeah we've got to follow suit and I think it's going to be a real positive um, impact on Scottish football Simon there will be moments though when people disagree with there'll the VAR st- yeah, there'll still yeah. be de- we see still, it in England yeah there'll still be debate but it'll be different debate but I agree with Brian that the referees and the officials need help there was there was a situation yesterday with Maeda's second chance mm-hmm. that he blazes over the bar and at the time you think show a wee bit more composure but when I watched that back he's actually come back from an offside it wasn't given yeah. you know so if that goes in the net yesterday that there's there's more debate and, and yeah, argument for yeah yeah he was he was so I think the referees they do they, they need help mm. as you say Paul the pace of the game especially yesterday's game frantic from minute <laughs> one to minute 90 yeah. so and everybody else is you know for us to be taken seriously I've said on the show before whether I agree with it or I disagree with it 100% I've still yeah. got my, my doubts but they need help. How loud was it in the ground yesterday? You were actually there. But, uh, yeah, yeah, fantastic. Fantastic atmosphere as it always is. You know, uh, these games are the biggest games in, in our country and it's, they're the ones that I remember playing in. It's, it's a great atmosphere to play in. Uh, and yesterday was no different, you know, and, you know, the the roof would have came off if Celtic had got the second goal, but yeah. they didn't. And Rangers then, yeah. you know, they looked as if they could have went on and won it late on. We've got two amazing grounds, haven't we? With Celtic Park and Ibrox. And the atmosphere is unique. Brian, what's it going to be on Thursday night then for Rangers? Well, it's all in the hands and the big fella upstairs. I'm saying nothing. <laughs> yeah. I'm not making any predictions. I'm going to be an MP for a second and I'm staying and sit the fence. Yeah, yeah, you're <laughs> going to sit in the fence. Oh, it's hard to call. Yeah. For the, for the coefficient. Well, sure, Rangers have been great. for the, yeah, the line's coming and going a wee bit there, but you're right for the coefficient. But for Rangers fans, and any neutral would want to see a Scottish team do well in Europe and to go all the way to the final and you yeah. never know could could they win it Eintracht are playing tonight uh, and Leipzig are playing as well I'm saying that because of course West Ham rested players yesterday Cammy you would see that West Ham lost yep. um, to Arsenal but they've obviously David Moyes wants to go all the way to uh, the final 100% he'll be disappointed yeah. with the, obviously the first leg last week but they've they've still got a huge opportunity to to get in, in, into this final and it's uh, it's massive for a club mm. like West Ham as well as it is for Rangers it's huge um, and it would be great to see a, a British final um, that would be that would be really exciting um, but I just think Rangers have got a real opportunity on Thursday night for something really special to happen um, we spoke about it before we came on the show and, and like these these moments don't happen very often if Rangers can get to a final they, they could be looking at being again it would be one of the greatest achievements uh, in Scottish football for 20, 20 years Um that that's happened so yeah it's, it's massive massive on Thursday night um, and I genuinely think they'll do it I, I honestly do Wow and the money for your club Brian would be huge because it looks Celtic will get the 35 million in the Champions League but if you win these next two games in Europe you'll get 35 million as well it'd be fantastic next season wouldn't it Brian? Get behind the two of them What's that say again? Everybody must get behind the two of them yeah we love the game, right? We love the game. We've played it for the wee boys. Mm. Some of us didn't make it to play for Rangers and Celtic. But we love the game. Mm-hmm. The, the game is first. You know? So let's let's get behind both of them. Great. Are you, are you a bigot? Are you a bigot? Are you a football fan? I think most people will be football fans and that's what we'd hope. Yep. And that's what we'd encourage. Yep. Yep. 
Right. Totally, totally clear. I'm going to throw it into the Champions League group stages, and that'd be amazing for the country. Draw, draw each other. Can right. you imagine? Exactly. <laughs> I, I know. Yeah. I don't know if that can happen. No, Simon, <laughs> give it a rest. We're putting for another season, buddy. Give it a rest. Exactly, Simon. We've had enough games uh, between each other. Brian, thanks for that call. Uh, just in Govan, but the, not such a great line there. But he does make a great point, and yeah. he's saying congratulations to Celtic because yep. uh, they are going to win it. We're, we're in this funny uh, area where you can't quite say it, but I mean Celtic are going to win the title, and you can hear from the Rangers fans that there's a lot of Rangers fans coming on, and they're now looking forward to Leipzig, and nobody's underestimating the Germans because they're actually probably better away from home. Yeah, I think they're more of a counter-attacking yeah. yep. team, I believe. Uh, again, Rangers have did what's. Yeah. Asked of them Bring it back to Ibrox With a chance of Overturning it It was the same In the last round Against Braga They've competed so well Maybe people have Written them off Against Red Star Written them off Against Dortmund They keep going through I think The four teams Will be looking and thinking One of them We can win it We can win it I mean West Ham Slightly favourites Until Eintracht beat them Uh, Leipzig there will be a danger, but Rangers at home at Ibrox, I think it's it's wide open and it's a great opportunity. You're one one good result away from a final. Isn't it amazing that the Germans are playing tonight and you know the two British teams played yesterday? It's good news, isn't it, that, we, that we're getting more of a break? Yeah, no, definite. I think um, probably looking at tonight's fixture, Leipzig will, will rest a lot of the mm. players that will start on Thursday night. They'll see uh, Thursday night as a hugely important game. Um, it's a massive opportunity. But what I would say is Rangers players have, have experienced the game last week and I don't think they'll be fearing anything tomorrow on Thursday night I, I, I think that listen Leipzig are a good team you're not going to meet a, a bad team in the semi-final of the Europa League so they know they're a good team and they've got to be respectful of that but there's absolutely nothing to fear um, they're, they're a good side Rangers when they're, when they're on their A game they'll need their big players to turn up on Thursday they will they'll need your, your Ryan Kent's your Rebo's Al McGregor again probably have to have a big performance. Um, Connor Golson be really solid at the back, so they need the big players to play on on Thursday night. But yeah, I, I'm fully confident that they can get the job done on Thursday. Here's GVB thinking about Thursday. You know, we have to prepare well. You know, I think we had a good performance today. Uh, physically, we looked strong as well. Now we have three days to prepare ourselves for uh, for Leipzig at home, where we can uh, reach the final in Europe. So uh, you know, we're gonna prepare like we always do and uh, make sure we have the same intentions and the same character we show today because uh, we also need that on Thursday. Years, year after year, I've been lucky enough to be on the radio with people like you who've played right at the top of the game and you've always said to a man and a woman that you prefer playing to training. And in the media and the punters often think, oh, they're playing twice a week, you know, and Rangers had the extra time and all the rest of it the other week, Braga, and look at the way they bounce back. And the more I see it at the moment, it looks to me that Rangers are thriving under playing the two games a week and Celtic are kind of missing something slightly and not playing the way they were maybe six weeks ago or so, Simon. That's maybe too simple to to put it that way because Celtic are almost there for the title. But they don't seem quite as on it as they were when they were playing twice a week. No, sometimes it's peculiar at times the way things can work out. I think a lot of people in the last few weeks were focusing on the amount of games Rangers were going to play and say that that was a negative. And I was kind of arguing the case that if you're winning in Europe round after round, you must be getting into your work 10 feet tall. That must have, you know, the adrenaline. Mm. Players just want to play games. The confidence that's coming from progressing to a semi-final 
And yeah, you would probably say that Rangers finished the game stronger yesterday. Whether there's a wee kind of bit with Celtic, you know, we've got the gap here, it's just trying to keep you at arm's length. There might be a wee bit of that creeping into Celtic's game. I know that the Japanese guys have maybe effectively played a season and a half, but yeah, you could look at it for different ways, but certainly Rangers look strong. Van Bronckhorst says there that they, 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 they did look strong, they looked fit, they looked... They look strong in the semi-final as well. So maybe it is that, you know, adrenaline and the confidence and everything that comes with that momentum of going round round after round in Europe. Maybe that is the, the case. What was your best European night that made you feel? Uh, I wasn't fortunate enough to go as far in no. the, the, the tournament as, Not as many Rangers were. guys, yeah. but Liverpool, the, the two legs in the UEFA mm. Cup we played. You know, Liverpool were one of the clubs that I followed through Kenny Dalglish as a kid. So to get a chance to play against them, and we should have went through. You know, even That's Steve McManaman. Yeah, to this day, just kicking ourselves at a couple of chances down at Anfield as well, which would have been nice to see you'd scored there. But that the other two that stick with me, they were they were big nights. Good names. So what did you end up six foot two? Is that the tall? What are you five eleven? Five ten? Five eleven? No. Seven and a half, eight. It's just, it's just when you said no, when you said you feel ten foot tall. Ten foot, yeah, oh yeah, six yeah. foot two. Well, if I'd scored it in front of the cop, I would have been ten yeah. foot tall. What was yeah. the score there? No, no, but no, no away goals. And they oh, McManaman yeah. in the away goal put us up. Yeah, it was, he was ran the length of the goal. pitch, didn't he? Yeah, I was covering the game. Do you remember it, Cammy? Before your time? Before my time, no, a little bit. I, I think I do recall it. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I can remember. Make yeah. us feel old, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> do you have TV in at that point? He's going to get me. He's big, six foot two. Uh, right, more about that. See what you think about Rangers' momentum at the moment. And Celtic fans, how are you feeling? You're a little bit quieter tonight, but um, maybe the party is coming this weekend. 1 1 yesterday. More next. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com, representing some of the biggest motoring manufacturers across Scotland. Let's go! Hope you've had a great holiday weekend. We're on all week five until seven, well, Monday to Wednesday. And then Thursday night, seven until late. Craig Moore will be here, and Barry Ferguson as well. Back from back from uh, holiday, back from a few days off. Yep, so it'll be good to see the former Rangers captain back here with us, and also Craig Moore, who joined us yesterday afternoon along with Mark Guidi. And tomorrow night, Chris Burke will be here with Rob McLean and Stephen Craigan. So we're looking forward to that tomorrow night. From and I'll be back on Wednesday. Oh eight, oh eight, seventeen, seventeen, seven hundred. Just uh, loads of comments coming in and how your players rated. 1-1 yesterday in the big game. And a lot of you are saying that the hallmark of that game was the competitiveness, the respect between the players and the managers as well. And Simon, you know, there are times when we've seen a bit of needle with the managers, aren't there, over the years? Yeah. Uh, and needle can be fine, but there was a great respect between these two. They clearly get on well. Yeah, there, there, there seems to be. And it's, it's always nice to see, you know, you can be enemies for 90 minutes, but before and after the game, mutual respect. Uh, a couple of classy managers, I would say. You know, Ange, I didn't know much about before he came to, to Celtic, but very impressed from the way he, he speaks to the, the style of football that he wants to, you know, put on the park at Celtic. Very exciting. And Gio, you know, we're, I think we are talking on the show last week about Gio's CV. I think big Mark Greedy was talking about mm -hmm. it. It's incredible, you know, mm -hmm. captain in a World Cup final, Champions Leagues, mm -hmm. leagues with Arsenal Rangers and, mm -hmm. and Barcelona. You know, just classic, classic guys in charge of Rangers and Celtic at the moment. Cammy, you had a good career, yep. but a career like that. Arsenal, Rangers, Barcelona, Champions League, World Cup finals. Amazing. Phenomenal. Um, yeah.
But as Simon said there, I think just two classy guys, guys with huge respect for the game, for each other, um, really measured guys as well who are, I think are totally in control of their emotions. Because um, you listen to Ange, I listen to Ange, I think he speaks really well to the press. Um, and he's always, he's never too high or too low, no matter mm -hmm. where they've been. Obviously, they started the season really slow. He was getting a lot of stick at the start of the season. Um, some people were wanting rid of him, um, but he was always measured in where he wanted to be and where he wanted to take his Celtic team. Um, and even when he's been ahead in the league as well, he's never got too far ahead of himself. He's always really, as I say, in control of what he's saying and his emotions, which I, I think is really, really good. And you can see that in his team as well. He, he feeds mm -hmm. that onto the pitch. Some of the headlines tonight, both Celtic and Rangers have released statements about fans throwing missiles. Cut it out. Stop it. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. And both clubs should try and coordinate um, to try. I mean, there, there's always something. The number of arrests, thankfully, it was eight in total, which I remember a number of years ago, there'd be many more than that in the yeah. past. But cut it out, isn't it? Please. Yeah. Nonsense. Let, let's it's nonsense. It. Yeah. It's not needed. Other headlines, uh, Ange Postacoglu has been named Manager of the Year. This is the PFA, the Players' Awards last night. Um, Callum McGregor, the Celtic captain, the Player of the Year. I'm just looking at both of you. Would anyone disagree with uh, Ange as the Manager of the Year? Uh, no, I think there's no. been one or two nominations up there. You know, Dick Campbell yep. did well mm -hmm. at Arbroath. One or two others as Paul well. Paul Hartley. Paul Hartley, Paul another yep. promotion. Yep. Yeah, fantastic. But I think Ange, yeah, just for the, the, turner, the quick turnaround. If you're GVB though, or uh, I mean, they do all these awards quite you know, early. If, if they Rangers have going to, to win exactly. It, yeah, what yeah, if Rangers yeah. win? They can get to a European final. Um, Rangers are a wee bit surprised. I'm not playing it. Oh, it's all Celtic, so Rangers are not in at all. But you do wonder, given that they've still got quite a lot left in the season, the next four weeks, that it's maybe a surprise they're not in any of the awards. Um, yeah, again, no? you can understand why the why the why they have been chosen each uh, individual sure. that's won that them mm. awards and and. They're, they're, they're great winners of that but I, I, I do see that probably I, I don't know to be honest I, I, I'd say that Craig Gordon probably was one of me for mm -hmm. me um, could have been player of the season I just think his performances and where he's got hearts to be obviously they're in a the cup final now as well mm -hmm. so that was one that kind of stuck out for me of how good a season Craig Gordon's had um, but listen Cal McGregor deserves it as well but you would have him. I know you can't just say by the number of goals because you know Celtic have lost only 20 goals. So that's uh, Joe Hart. Yep. Uh, Alan McGregor's only lost 29 and Craig Gordon's lost 35. It's not as simple as that, is it? It's been a great season for Hearts. Yeah. yeah, I, take, yeah. I take your Huge point. Huge season. Yeah. Okay. Um, Young Player of the Year, Lille Abada. So, Simon? Yeah, listen, again, I wouldn't disagree. I think the, the lads came in and I've, I've written down here I think he's got 13 goals mm -hmm. 14 goals possibly from that position of the park what a fine young yep. boy coming into Celtic that is good going for your first mm -hmm. and I, I don't think he's the finished article I think he's got a lot to, to learn and he, he will do as he gains experience working under Ange plenty of pace we've touched on that again how defenders fear that kind of pace but his goal return this season Paul has been Sensational for a first season. So, yeah, a worthy winner. Cammy? Yeah, again, echoing a young guy that, that's managed to handle the pressure of, of Celtic and, and returning that amount of goals. I think he's definitely got to be up there for the award. So, um, absolutely deserves it. And, yes, yeah, it's, it's good to see these young guys coming in and being able to handle a club like Celtic because it's, it's not an easy task. 
and uh, Michael McKenna getting the, the yep. Championship Player of the Year. What do you make? What, tell us about him. Yeah, so again, a really, really talented footballer, uh, Michael McKenna, quite a, a strong um, midfielder going forward, attacking midfielder. But he's, his his goal return has been phenomenal um, this season for our broth. Um, and assists as well. I've got to say, he's involved in a lot, a lot of goals that our broth score, whether he's scoring or assisting. Um, but yeah, really talented player. Um, I'm quite surprised that he's not been picked up by a, a full-time team or or I'm pretty sure there is clubs that have tried to get him. Um, but whether Arbroath are um, managing to keep him there financially and, and, and keeping him because Arbroath are obviously a, uh, they've got a huge opportunity that they yeah. could be in the Premier League. Do you think they might do it? Yeah, I think they've got a chance because mm. every time I've watched Arbroath this season I've been really impressed mm. with them. Like really, really good. Um, Kilmarnock for me were always going to win the championship. I think they just had a stronger squad. Um, but this whole stigma of our both being part-time, um, take nothing away from them. They're one of the fittest teams in the league. They can absolutely match anybody. So I think they will be... I, I, I've got a feeling that they'll beat either Partick or Inverness when that game comes up. And then it looks like it'll be them against St. Johnson. I genuinely don't think there's much between any of the teams. And we're at Glasgow Station, so we'd love to see you know the Partick Thistle doing well. But Inverness... They are capable of uh, delivering a few trouncings, aren't they? So, well, we'll, we'll sit, find out as the week goes on. But that's a tough game for Thistle. It is, yeah. My old club, I would yeah. like to see them uh, kick on and, and, and mm. progress in the playoffs. I think they need to find some form. I think mm. Ian McCall's team over the last little period have kind of went off the boil a little bit and Inverness are probably the opposite. They've, they've hit a bit of form. So Partick need to find a little bit of form over these two legs to have any success their first games at Firhill I believe tomorrow yep, yep, night so yep. that'll be a big game for Partey and uh, I wish them well and the wonderfully named Priscilla Chinchilla is the women's player of the year and it is great to see that Simon isn't it that they, it there's now that uh, accolade there and Glasgow City have uh, been champions for so long I know they're under pressure now but um, yeah it's great for her of course it is you know and the women's game is getting bigger and bigger I've Followed the, the Celtic women over the last few seasons. Uh, did a little bit of work with Celtic TV with mm -hmm. Kelly Clark, the, the mm -hmm. captain. So, of course, they should be acknowledged. Uh, and it is all credit to Priscilla Chinchilla. It's a, it's a cracking name. Great name, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, it's yeah. A cracking name. And well done, Mo Salah. I don't think he's listening at the moment to the programme, <laughs> but he's uh, the player of the year down south. Cami, any argument oh. against uh, Mo Salah? No, I don't think anyone can argue with that. He's what a talented player. He is um, just brilliant to watch all the time. An absolute genius yeah. uh, on a football pitch. And yeah, it's, it's always a pleasure to watch Liverpool play. And uh, like some of the games that have been on recently have been fantastic between them and City. Um, but Salah, yeah, different, different level. They are a class apart, aren't they? Liverpool and Man City are a league of their own, aren't they? And then there's, you know, then, then yeah, you can they... talk Tottenham or Chelsea. Well, Chelsea. Um, they, def they definitely are in yeah. the English league and probably in Europe mm. having said that I watched Man City Real Madrid the other night and Madrid won't go away that's yeah. going to be a big mm -hmm. one this, this week sure it, they should have been seen off 3-0 4-0 yeah a couple of times they yep. had two goal leads but Benzema and Madrid just seem to keep coming back and that will be a, a big game in Spain on I think it's Wednesday night is yeah, and then Liverpool tomorrow night looks as though Liverpool they'll go through, won't they? Against them, you never want to take them for granted because Villarreal are the they are the unassuming team, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. Uh, again, I, I think Liverpool are just too good at the moment, uh, too professional as well. They'll, they'll not let a, a lead like that slip up with the opportunity of getting in a big final. And um, yeah, it'll be really, really exciting to watch. 
I just I love watching both City and Liverpool. Mm. Um, two phenomenal, talented teams. Two different teams as well. They play different sort of styles. Um, so yes, that that could be a blockbuster of a of a final surprise scoreline of the weekend in England. Everton won. Chelsea nil. Um, a tough time for Everton had to get yeah, that. They had to get it. And did I, you I, see that coming? No, I was just about to say, if I'm being honest, yeah. did not see that coming at all. Uh, but watching or, or seeing the results the day before, I think Burnley get two goals in the last few minutes yep. to turn yeah, that one on its head. Everton had to get three points. They really did. And it's a fantastic result. Just a club of their history and stature. I, don't, I can't remember them being out of the, the no. Premiership. So... Yeah, some big games coming up, but they've given themselves a chance. They certainly have, haven't they? Oh, yep. what a result that was yesterday. Huge result. Mm-hmm. Um, one, as Simon said, probably I didn't expect either, but yeah, it's massive for Frank Lampard and, and hopefully that'll give them confidence because you want to see these big teams still in the Premier League. I wouldn't like to see Everton drop down um, into the Championship because, listen, it, that Championship's such a hard league to get out as well. So that's a problem within itself if you do drop down there. So... Yeah, they've given us all a real chance with that result yesterday. We're never too far away from the big two and we'll be following Rangers Thursday night, seven until late. I think it could go to extra time, couldn't it? Looking at both, it could well. No, no, it's going to be in normal time, you reckon? 2-0 for me, that's oh, what's going to happen. 2-0 in normal yep. time, yep. great. Where are the goals coming from? Is it Ryan Kent or... I'm going to say there'll me? be a set piece, but so, yep. so Tavernier, I think there'll be a penalty. I'm going to call a penalty. Right. Um, VR hopefully will come to the rescue again. Um, <laughs> and uh, I'm going to see Aribo get the other one. Aribo, Joe yep. Aribo. I mean, what a player he is. We know he hasn't come back just the same as he was before the African Nations Cup, but he is such a talented player, Simon. Such a dangerous yeah, player. and yep. I think Sean Sines recently mm. scored a great goal against St Byrne uh, recently. And... He's been used in a, a, a role further forward in Germany last week at times, trying to get the ball to stick. He's certainly one of the guys that can hold and he's got real good technique. But he's, a, he's a, more importantly a guy that can go past the player mm. and open things up. He's a, a real threat. So, as I think it was Brian, one of the callers said, I think every player has to be on their game on Thursday night for Rangers. If they want to go through, they need a real team performance. What's his team? For Thursday night, the starting lineup. The, the, the squad is so important, Cammy. I'll throw a couple of names. Stephen Davis, will he be on? Do you think from the start? Or I mean, Ryan Jack started in the bench yesterday. Yeah. Um, I, I think that's a, a difficult one. I, I don't know if he does go with Davo just for mm. um, experience um, in there. Probably will. I don't think there'll be a huge amount of changes. Listen, he's obviously there's we're missing our key two strikers. Yeah. Um, hopefully, Roof will play part of the game, but. That's the big question mark as well. I'd like to see him start the game. That's what, what I want to see is Kemar Roof on that team sheet. Um, but again, otherwise, I'm probably looking at the same back four um, as yesterday. And then... Tavernier, Goldson, Bassey and Barisic. Yep. Yep. And no change. I, I don't yep. think they'll change the midfield either, to be honest. Um, I, I think if um, Roof's fit, mm-hmm. then Sakala probably might miss out. Yeah. And would you bring Jack in for Davis? Is that what you're saying from the start? Have Stephen Davis on the bench? Or um, I would yeah. leave Davis in, to be honest. Right. I would, yeah. yep. Um, again, depending on his fitness and where he's at um, after the game yesterday. But yeah, I think his experience is really important tomorrow night. You could see it yesterday, the space he creates. <clears throat> he just, he is calm. Just a good footballer. Yeah. Just a good footballer and he's done it year after year. And... Did you play against him? No. no I just the missed each yeah, other. Missed, yeah, missed each other. Uh, just a good footballer, you know, and games like Thursday night you probably need that experience mm. he's played in big games before 
that calming influence in the middle of the park. So, yep. yeah, I would probably play Davis. And he and Alan McGregor, of course, went all the way the last time to... And how important is that, Simon, the experience <clears throat> of playing at that level, a European semi-final? I think it's really important. But I think Rangers have got... A, the, the team have got a little bit of experience because when Gerrard came in and took over, a lot of their good games were in Europe. I think they grew as a team playing, you know, and performing well in Europe. They've had good runs in the, the Europa League of, of, of recent years. So they've got all got a little bit of experience. But obviously McGregor... Your Davis, he's, these guys, these are the glue. McGregor's a, a big-time player. He's came up with fantastic saves over the years for Rangers. So I, I would play both of them on Thursday, McGregor and Davis. You agree? Yeah, no, definitely. Um, as, as I spoke about before, I think the, the big players need to turn up. And again, touching on it, I spoke last week about it. James Tavernier, is, is, he's been phenomenal this season. His numbers that he gets, um, his goals, obviously, his assists as well, but... He's a real, real talented player and, and sometimes, I spoke about last week, some some fans don't like him, Rangers fans, and I don't really understand that for what he's done for the club. He's obviously the captain um, and, yeah, phenomenal talent. So he'll be an important player on Thursday night, really important player for Rangers. I heard a stat yesterday that Rangers were 13 points poorer you know, at the start of the game yesterday than they were this time last year. So Celtic that, yeah. 13 points better. <clears throat> it's a 26-point yep. uh, turnaround. So, but... James Tavernier looks to his confidence is back, isn't it? You can tell. Yeah, yeah. The way he's, he's, he's got yeah. that sort of swagger about him yeah. when he's playing again, and and listen, his crossing is phenomenal. Mm. Um, yeah, really, really important on his set pieces, obviously for his penalties that he, that he returns as well. Um, but yeah, just even in general play, the, the amount he gets up and down that right hand side is incredible, and the quality that he produces as well. That's that's the real thing that the end ball is always there with Tav. Um, and he's really improved on that. All right, we're going to talk more about the news that came out tonight. Um, no Russian clubs will be involved in UEFA tournaments next season. That means the Scottish champions are in the Champions League. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com representing some of the biggest motoring manufacturers across Scotland. Let's go! Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors. Don't forget tomorrow night from 5 till 7, Rob McLean will be here with Chris Burke and Stephen Cragen. And uh, there's some big games as well tomorrow night. Cammy, the playoff start. You can explain to us what's happening tomorrow night then. So it's the start. Who is going to come up from... So we know it's Kilmarnock. And tomorrow night, we've got yep. Partick Thistle up against Inverness. Yeah, so that's obviously um, third v fourth uh, in the championship. So they play each other home and away. So... Thistle are at home to Inverness tomorrow night and then the repeat leg um, up in Inverness is Friday night. So then the winner of that will obviously go on and play Arbroath who have got a week off. I'm sure Dick's uh, letting the boys have their feet up this week and maybe just do some light training preparing for that one. Do you um, want that, mind you, given what I was saying earlier? It's a hard one, isn't it? I, yeah. I've actually done it kind of both ways where I've had the week off and I've played right through the um, the third and fourth playoff and it's difficult, to be honest. Either way is hard because if you're finishing third and fourth, you've got to play six games in sort of three weeks and it's and they're, they're, they're all cup finals as well. They're so big, these games, um, for each club. So Who are you with at that point? Uh, Dundee United Dundee United, United yeah. Jen. we got beat off Hamilton 1-0 in the final over the two legs so that was a, a real sucker blow um, for us um, so you yeah. were the favourites obviously yeah yeah we were we were um, Hibs were in the in the league that season so it made it difficult for us um, they obviously went on and won the league you see a fair bit in the championship who do you think is going to come up so Thistle against Inverness yep. who, who do you fancy I, I, I think Inverness because of what Simon yep. touched on before form at the moment yep. 
Partick are really struggling for any type of form um, they've, they've really struggled over the last month but for me Arbroath are going to take some beating they, they are going to take some beating I think they'll get to the the final game of the, the playoff again and face the, the Premier League team and honestly anything can happen in that I just think it'll be really really tight St Johnston it's if it's them that are in it it's, it's a huge game for them because they don't want to be dropping down into the championship I mean you would fancy St Johnson but that's been the story all season you know they started the season with two cups probably yeah. never be seen yeah. again Simon incredible there, there is a danger your old club could go down uh, and our mm. growth maybe this is the it's fairy incredible, tale incredible yeah. turnaround you know and I haven't watched a lot of St Johnson's games so there'll be circumstances there but yeah. to, to go from winning Fantastic mm. to to the Scottish Cup and the League Cup last year to now fighting for their lives. You know, it's just shows football sometimes, just the, the, the swings and roundabouts. But I don't think they would fancy... I watched Arbroath take Hibs close in the Scottish mm. Cup. Yep. So I think yep. Arbroath will fancy their chances against anybody. And I think at one point recently you thought Arbroath were going to fall away when yep. Kilmarnock got on mm. top. But if anything, they, they bounced back, became stronger, mm. pushed them all the way. I watched the game down at Rugby Park. They had a great chance just before half time that could have made it 2 0. Sure. Yep. They could have killed it for, for uh, killed the game off. And they just came up short. But I would not, I don't think anybody fancies playing our growth over two legs. And, and the thing no. is, though, that St Johnston haven't won a lot of games this season, whereas our growth are used to winning. Momentum. They've won a lot. Ah, hugely. <coughs> yeah, I'm very that's, confident. Yeah. So that's a big thing. Yeah, mm. St Johnston haven't won a lot of games, so there'll be a lot of pressure on them. Well, St Mirren had pressure on them as well. So the Paisley club, Stephen Robertson got his first win and my goodness, how they needed it, Cammy. That one goal, Greg Kilty. Yeah, Greg. You yeah. play alongside him. Yeah, I did. Yeah. I played alongside yeah. Greg. Good, talented, young footballer. Um, yeah, and delighted for him. And listen, it was a, it was a must. They needed to win that. They needed. It's not really worked out for Stephen Robinson so far since he's came in at St Mirren. He's found it really difficult to pick up results. Um, I'm sure during the the summer he'll want to bring in his own players and, and put his own stamp on things there but yeah they needed that that was a massive massive result for St Mirren Certainly. it's a huge one isn't it for St Mirren and, and a club who you know they missed out just over a year ago by what two minutes you know maybe a minute they were just uh, that one goal Yeah. Um, they missed out in top six and this season they were heading for top six at one point yep. you looked as if yep. they were they were going to make the, the top six and then started plummeting and you know as, as, as Cammy says it's a crucial Three points, it just relieves a bit of pressure there and I, th I think they're safe now. Uh, St Johnston, on the other hand, a missed opportunity at home. They've been picking up results out with the Celtic game. They've been picking up... Uh, Hendry had been scoring important goals for them of late, but it just did not happen at the weekend for them. So, yeah, I, just, I think they're going to be... They're going to have to focus on the playoffs. Big win for Aberdeen, wasn't it? So mentioning St Mirren, the ex-manager Jim yeah, Goodwin. Similar yeah. to St Mirren because... As I said at the top of the show, Aberdeen, regard them, they are a big club in, in Scotland and people are too big to go down. But if they hadn't got a good result at the weekend, they could have been, mm. you know, brought into that that the wrong end of the table and looking down rather than up. So a big three points for Jim Goodwin. What are you thinking about Lewis Ferguson? I saw him take the penalty. Huge confidence. <clears throat> He's only missed one penalty. Yeah. 73rd minute. He great records from the penalty spot. It, it? Yeah. Great record. Is he going to go further? This time last year, Watford were in, apparently with a, an offer that was rejected. He asked for a transfer a year ago. Yeah. He settled down this year, but... It'll be, I interesting, think, it'll be interesting to see what, what you're going to say, Paul. I, was going to, I always wondered if he'd go to Rangers or Celtic. I think he's been linked with both at, at different times. Uh, I don't know if his uncle would be too happy with him going to Celtic. Yeah. <laughs> enough, but, or his dad. Uh, or his dad, Derek, yeah, of course. Yeah. But yeah, he's, he's he's been one of Aberdeen's best players. He's got himself in the, the Scottish setup. Mm. 
you know, I think he'll have one eye on that if we get to the World Cup. For that to happen, he has to keep performing, you know, on a consistent basis for Aberdeen. And it's everything else. You do your job to the best of your ability. And if you're doing well, you know, clubs will come looking. Uh, he's definitely one that I think Jim Goodwin will be wanting to kind of build his team around. He'll want to keep him. Cammy, who's going to get the uh, European spot then? Hearts obviously yep. are there already on 61 points. Dundee United on 44. They play Rangers this weekend. Ross County on 41. They've got the well up at Dingwall. And, uh, well, yeah, <laughs> Motherwell on 40 points. Who's it going to be? Well, it's going to be tight, that's for sure. Um, I think it was a massive win for Dundee United at the weekend there. That um, has put a little bit of gap between them and Ross County. But obviously with United playing Rangers at the weekend... Um, and Rangers obviously needing to win games of football you, looks like they they would probably get the three points there so it's an opportunity for Ross County to close that gap put the pressure on and yeah they're going to be fighting to the, right to the end but a great season for Dundee United listen they've they've, they've brought in a lot of young kids um, and, and worked with that type of model where they're wanting to, to build um, through the youth system and play a lot of these guys so it's been a very successful season for them and for Ross County listen from where they've came from um, is incredible. Um, so yeah, it's uh, it'll be interesting. I think they'll go right to the wire, that one. Do you think it's Dundee United though? I, I do. I think yeah. Dundee United will edge it. I think they will. I think they've got enough in the tank. Um, so I think they'll get the, the spot, which would be huge for the club. Do you not think Simon Donnelly's a bit greedy? We talk about Celtic, his old club. We talk about St. Johnson. We talk about Queen's Park. We talk about Patrick Thistle. And Dundee United, you were in management there as well. You'd love to see them there. You and Jackie McNamara had some great days there. We did, yeah, we did. Uh, I think they've had a great season, you know, and to get sitting in fourth place, I think Ross County might have a wee bit to say mm. about that over the next few weeks, but they've put themselves in pole position to get Europe, which would be a major plus for Dundee United this year. And Dylan Levitt on loan? from United yeah saying, he's popped hey, up with some goals yeah. he scores at the weekend a wee bit fortuitous with the deflection but another good win for them you mm. know another win over Motherwell who I watched the highlights a wee bit unlucky the boy Tierney I quite liked the young lad yeah. for, for yeah. Motherwell mm -hmm. uh, he, he went close a few times but I liked the look of him he looks as if he's got a, a bright future but yeah for me United are probably with that result of the weekend they are favourites now to achieve Europe got a message in the socials from Stephen Reside and now our celebrity Motherwell fan um, who is doing a podcast looking at disabled access at all the grounds but oh, he sent me one on Saturday after the game back from the match a bit forlorn after losing he says my overall though I enjoyed it today good performance but uh, too far between not enough of them but I'm looking forward to next week so he's a bit down but he says not doing well next weekend listen yeah. you can't you can't take everything from the highlights but mm -hmm. From what I've seen, Motherwell had chances in the game. Yep. The lad Tierney hit the post. They did. They, they looked they as looked if good, they did didn't okay. They? Yeah. yeah. They looked, I just saw the highlights. They looked the better. And Christopher, the bank manager, was there as well at the weekend. So, still a lot to play for. What's the situation in League One then, Cammy? You're, um, so, Queen's Park have got yep. a huge week. Yep. Yeah, they have. Queen's Park are obviously playing Dunfermline this week. Um, I think they're at home. Is it Wednesday night, that game? Mm, yes. Yeah, so yep. a, a massive game for Queen's Park. They're obviously going places as a club. Um, really building their sort of infrastructure and um, they've got some good young talent but a huge game <coughs> for Dunfermline as well because listen they're, they're a big big club in Scottish football and they could be dropping down to League One mm. um, if they don't get a result over the two legs so yes uh, a lot of big games in these playoffs for the, these clubs Simon we touched on it earlier what about Queen's Park and what about it's an interesting yep. one because as Cammy says 
big plans in place at Queen's Park. You know, they, they want to have a right go uh, at moving up the divisions. They've maybe not performed as well as they or, or finished as high up the league as they would like this year. Uh, but they go into the playoffs against them, Fermanagh, who, again, disaster for them if they go down. It is, isn't it? Only a couple of minutes remaining. Let's hear from the two managers of the big two. 1-1 one, one yesterday. <laughs> it was a cracking game. Um, pretty tight and pretty tense. And, um, you know, both teams had chances to, to sort of get uh, get more goals. But, um, yeah, ultimately I thought it was, uh, you know, it was, a, it was a good contest between good t- two good teams. And, uh, you know, pleased we got uh, the draw out of it. You know, I think only a win today uh, would give us... Uh, you know, a chance to uh, uh, to close the gap even 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 more. But you know, it's still six points. You know, with uh, the goal difference in favour of uh, of Celtic, so it will be uh, it will be more difficult after today. Cami, it now turns to Rangers on Thursday night, and your prediction. You've said you reckon two 0 in normal time, but Rangers will need to watch. Yeah, li- listen, it'll be a, it'll be a real tough task, but I just I've got real confidence after watching the game last week. Um, I think they'll play with a different style. Last week they sat in, soaked up a lot of pressure, um, nullified um, Leipzig to a few chances, <laughs> um, and, and I think tomorrow night they'll, they'll have confidence from yesterday as well. The second half yesterday was good from Rangers. Played some great stuff, created a lot of chances, um, and was a positive result. And they end up coming away from from Selic Park, so. I'm really confident on Thursday. I know it's going to be difficult. Leipzig are a good team. I get that, but I just feel as if Rangers are, are, are have got an opportunity and they'll, they'll get over the line. Simon, I know you wish Rangers all the best. It's not hail to the Chief. Is it hail to the Champions-elect, your old club, on the verge now of the title? On the verge, on the verge, but I'm just looking at the notes here and it says yes. Jota warns Celtic heroes to keep the focus in the title hunt, so I'll just follow Jota there, just keep the focus. But you're not Jota <laughs> now, you were on Celtic's books. You're, uh, yeah, but you don't want to tempt fate. Simon, keep, keep focused. Yep, stay focused. Lot still to play for with Rangers on Thursday night. Thanks, guys. We'll see you again very soon. Thanks for joining us today. Uh, Man United against Brentford's on tonight. I see there's normally a guard of honour in the last home game at Old Trafford, but they're not sure if there's going to be one. There's another boycott down there about the Glazers. The story goes on and on. The headline tonight is that, um, well, the champions of Scotland will automatically go into the Champions League in August. That's the great news. Jokal Day is up after the news at seven. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com Representing some of the biggest motoring manufacturers across Scotland Let's go, 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 go. There's a new name for Toyota in Glasgow From one of the UK's biggest names in motor retail Macklin Motors Toyota is now open in Darnley We're bringing you everything Toyota Backed by first class service So come and meet the team And view the stunning new Toyota range All available with up to 10 year warranty Including the all new Igo Cross And new Yaris Cross compact SUV See our great choice of approved used Toyotas too Get expert servicing from our manufacturer trained technicians And specialist advice from our Motability team Visit Macklin Motors Toyota now At Kennishead Road, Darnley The new name for Toyota in Glasgow